Hi, and welcome to Follow's weekly message podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope this message inspires you and helps you follow Jesus in your community for His glory. Here's the message. Today we have two Bible passages. The first reading is from Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, Who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. The second reading is from Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Well, today we're talking about anxiety. Anxiety is an ever-increasing issue in our society, and recent events have caused it to become even more prevalent. Anxiety is an issue that will touch all of us at some stage throughout our lives. And for some, it's a constant companion that makes life extremely difficult. I read a quote the other day on a meme that said this. It said, living with anxiety is like being followed by a voice. It knows all of your insecurities and it uses them against you. It gets to the point where it's the loudest voice in the room. The only one you can hear. The reality of our lives right now is that we are in a season of reasons to be anxious. You might be a medical worker caring extra hours for the sick, and this is a difficult time with high risk to your own personal health. Or maybe you're an educator, kind of shifting to online platforms for the start of term two, and it's no doubt added extra stress to your life. Maybe you're a parent working from home and overseeing your child's education at the same time. And you may be wondering, how can I possibly get all of my work done and help oversee my kids' maths when I can't do the maths myself? Maybe you've been sick, lost the job, had your hours cut, or maybe you're just concerned about the future. And if any of those things are affecting you right now, that would be completely understandable. I wonder if you're feeling anxious in this time of COVID-19. Because there's no shame in being anxious. We all have times in life when we feel anxious. Many great characters in the Bible, including Jesus himself, had seasons and moments of anxiety. And so I want to say to you this morning, to all those who are feeling anxious, you are not abnormal. It's not because you're lacking faith. It's because you're human. And you need to know, even in isolation, that you're not alone. If you're feeling anxious at this time, I'm really glad that you've joined us this morning. And I hope and pray that you found the discussion with Pastor Graham really helpful. And that by the end of the service today, I hope that you will know that you're not alone, that anxiety can be overcome, and that God can give you incredible strength to not just survive, but to thrive through the storms of life. As I said in the intro today, we're looking at the story in the life of Jesus and his disciples And it's a story that can teach us a lot about anxiety and how to deal with anxiety in our everyday lives. 
It's a story that happened at the end of a full day of ministry for Jesus. And it occurred at the Sea of Galilee, which is a beautiful place. I had the privilege a couple of years ago of visiting Israel and taking a boat ride on the Sea of Galilee. And it was a really profound time, and it's a stunning place to be. It's a place that Jesus and the disciples knew so well. So much of Jesus' ministry took place in that region. In fact, it's the place where the first four disciples, Andrew, Peter, James and John, were first called to follow Jesus, each of them leaving careers as experienced fishermen. And so they knew the spot well, including the weather conditions and the signs to look for before getting on a boat. On that day when Jesus and the disciples boarded the boat to cross to the other side, even as experienced fishermen, none of those disciples could have foreseen the storm that would come upon them so quickly. In verse 37, it says that a furious squall came up. Squall. I love that word. We don't say it very often, but it's one of those words that kind of rolls off your tongue. Let's say it together this morning. Squall. You know, it's a word I like to say, but it's certainly not an event I'd like to experience on the Sea of Galilee. According to the dictionary, a squall is a sudden and a violent gust of wind or a localized storm, especially one bringing rain, snow or sleet. And so you can imagine what this moment would have been like for the disciples. The nature of a squall is that it's sudden and it's unexpected. It sneaks up on you. And for the disciples, they didn't anticipate this squall. It took them completely by surprise. But before they knew it, they were right in the midst of it. And it was so bad that it says the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Even though their journey that day started like any other boat ride at the Sea of Galilee, it soon turned into a situation that would, they would never forget. And it was something that caused them great anxiety. And you can sense it and, and you can hear it if you listen to their words. In verse 38, the disciples said to Jesus, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? The circumstances had changed so rapidly and so unexpectedly that they were overwhelmed. I don't know if you're thinking what I'm thinking, but it kind of sounds a little bit like 2020 for us. We'd started our year. All of us had plans. We were going somewhere. We were kind of on a journey. 2020 had launched from the shore. But then all of a sudden, not far into our journey, it's like a squall has come upon us in the form of COVID-19. And what makes this storm so unique is that it affects us all. We weren't prepared for something like this. And yet we find ourselves right in the middle of a storm, unlike anything else we've ever experienced in our lives. And for many of us, it's brought with it a bout of added anxiety. The question we confront in the midst of COVID-19 is the same question that confronted the disciples on the sea that day. How will we respond in the storm? As we read this story, we can learn a lot from the disciples' response, but we can also learn a lot about Jesus that can help us with anxiety in our everyday lives. This morning, I want to give us three simple things to remember in the storms of life that I believe the disciples learnt to remember as they followed Jesus. And the first one is this. We need to remember Jesus' presence. This is so important because Jesus' presence is something we often forget or at least underestimate. Verse 37 said, A furious squall came up and the waves break over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Verse 38 says, Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. 
Here the disciples find themselves in a life and death situation. Waves are crashing into the boat. The water is starting to engulf them and they are starting to think that this could be the end. They're completely overwhelmed. There's a strong possibility, at least in their mind, that they're about to drown. They're in the midst of a storm like nothing else they've ever experienced before and it's producing extreme anxiety and fear in their lives. The question I have is this, where is Jesus in the midst of all this? Well, Jesus could be back on the shore in safety. He could be on the other side waiting for them. If he wanted to, he could get up and walk on the water and it wouldn't be the only time he did it. But where is he in this story? Well, I think it's significant that Jesus is right there on the boat with them. When the waves are crashing in the eye of the storm, when the anxiety is growing, when things are tough, when the circumstances are overwhelming, Jesus is right there. He's not absent. He's not far away. He is with them. This story happened near the start of Jesus' earthly ministry and what happened on the boat that day was preparing those disciples for even tougher times ahead. And the lesson the disciples needed to learn that day was that wherever they did and wherever they went and whatever they were going to go through, Jesus would be with them. I think you and I need that same assurance in times of anxiety, particularly right now. We need to know that Jesus will never leave us or forsake us. And I want to say to you this morning, Whatever you go through in life, no matter how hard it is, through a relationship with Jesus, you can, do, you can know that you will never, ever go through it alone. As a people of God, even today in the midst of COVID-19 and all the complications that come with it, particularly if we're feeling anxious, we can take great comfort from this one thing. Jesus is with us in the storms of life. And so the first thing to remember if you're feeling anxious to get through the storms of life is to remember Jesus' presence. The second thing to remember is to remember Jesus' power. Jesus was in the stern sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, he rebuked the wind, and he said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. In the midst of the storm, the disciples didn't just have Jesus' presence. They also had Jesus' power. When the storm was raging all around them, the disciples had Jesus' power with them. And Jesus simply spoke the words, quiet, be still, and the storm was over. Instantly the waves ceased, the wind stopped, and the storm was replaced with a calmness upon the water. That's incredible power. This moment was early in the disciples' life with Jesus, and they didn't yet fully understand who he was. But in this significant life-shaping event, Jesus was showing his disciples that he was not only fully man, but he was also fully God. The same God who created the universe could still control it by simply speaking the words. The Almighty God was present in power with them in the person of Jesus. And so when he stopped the storm, he said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? 
Do you still have no faith? I wonder what Jesus is saying to us right now. What has our response to coronavirus shown the world around us about the Saviour we profess faith in? Has it revealed a similar lack of faith found in the disciples that perhaps we don't trust in him as much as we say we do? Or has it shown the world that we trust him and we know his power, that we believe that Jesus can bring us through any storm that we face? Have we added to the anxiety of our community because there's plenty of that out there? Or have we been a non-anxious presence, revealing a wholehearted belief that Jesus' presence and power can bring us through any storm? If Jesus can stop the storm, he can conquer coronavirus as well. He can provide for your needs. He can give you strength. He can answer our prayers. He can bring all things together for good for those who love him. He can help you in your fears and alleviate your anxiety as you trust in him. I, I think to myself, why did Jesus allow the storm to happen in the first place if he is so powerful? Why has he allowed COVID-19 and why doesn't he use his power to stop it right now? Is a question that some people have asked me in the last few weeks. And my answer is simply this. I don't know. I don't know why he's allowed this. But what I do know from the story of Jesus calming the storm is that this moment for the disciples would have been one of the greatest learning moments of their lives. They learnt lessons in the storm that they never would have learnt in the still. Let me say that again. The disciples learnt lessons in the storm that they never would have learnt in the still. The storm prepared them for greater challenges ahead as they learnt about themselves and more importantly as they went deeper in their trust of Jesus. These are the very same opportunities that present themselves to us in this current moment, as we also trust in this same Jesus. Now, a lot of people in a time like this ask the question, why? Why is God allowing this? Why doesn't Jesus just end it? But I think the better question to ask is what? Jesus, what are you teaching us? Jesus, what do you want us to learn? Jesus, what opportunities are there for us in the midst of a crisis? What rhythms can we learn to better follow you in our everyday lives? They're questions you might want to reflect on this week or share in the chat after the service. As we navigate the storms in our lives, we should never forget Jesus' presence with us and we should always remember Jesus' power in us. The same Jesus who commands the wind and the waves is present with us. And if he could calm the storms in the disciples' lives, he can do it in ours as well. If you're feeling anxious right now, remember Jesus' presence, but also remember Jesus' power. Finally this morning, remember Jesus' promise. As I said before, this event on the sea prepared Jesus' disciples for even greater crisis in their life. None bigger than Jesus' crucifixion that we remembered last week on Good Friday. Losing their leader who they had given everything up for, who they had followed around for three years, was a crushing blow for Jesus' disciples. It produced anxiety in their lives in a way that superseded any anxiety they had previously experienced. Jesus knew that would be the case. And so just prior to his crucifixion, he prepared his disciples for the upcoming storm with a promise. In John 14, 27, he says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. And so do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. Peace 
I give you. Now that's so significant because peace is the exact opposite of anxiety. And that's the life that Jesus invites you and us to enjoy through a relationship with him. The circumstances of this life often cause anxiety, but life with Jesus offers us the opposite. He says, I give you peace. It's a peace that passes all understanding. It's a peace that's possible even when the circumstances say it's not. It's a peace that comes from Jesus himself. You know, there's this wonderful promise in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. It says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. There's an incredible peace that comes from him. Peace to know that we're forgiven. Peace to know that he's with us. Peace to know there's a hope for the future. Peace to know that we have a new identity that's shaped by him. But it's a peace that's found in Christ alone. You know, at the start of today's message, I put a quote up on the screen. And I'll put that up again right now. It said this. It said, living with anxiety is like being followed by a voice. It knows all your insecurities and it uses them against you. It gets to the point when it's the loudest voice in the room, the only one you can hear. Well, this morning I've rewritten a new version to end this message today. I call it the Jesus version. And it says this, Living with Jesus is being guided by his voice. He knows all your insecurities and he helps you overcome them because he is for you. As you come to know him through his word and by his spirit, his voice becomes louder than every other anxious voice in the room. His voice brings peace. Now that's my prayer for every person here today who's watching this message. You know, there's so much to say about this topic and we can't possibly cover it all in one day. But if you want to know more, I'm going to release a blog this week with three ways the gospel helps us to overcome anxiety. And we'll continue to address this issue in the weeks and in the months to come. But in the meantime, when anxiety rears its ugly head, remember the story of the disciples on the Sea of Galilee. And more importantly, remember these three things. Jesus' presence with you. Jesus' power in you. And Jesus' promise for you. Thanks for tuning in to Follow Online. To stay updated, go to follow.church. As the people of God, let's stay connected and follow the words of Jesus to love one another.